0: Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Today we continue in our study of the book of Genesis. We're in chapter 17, verses 15 and 16, which reads, Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples shall be from her. That's Genesis chapter 17, verses 15 and 16. Today we continue our study of Genesis 17, where we see that throughout the Bible there's a thread which weaves God's people into his great culture which will gradually heal what has been broken within. His culture steers us to the place where he replaces what sin destroyed. His goal is to replace us with himself, to replace our sadness with his joy, and to replace our chaos with his presence and peace. Today we will see another step in the delivery of his culture to the believer's soul. It is a thread whereby he inculcates himself within. In verse 15 of today's passage, we read, Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. God renamed Sarai slightly different than he did Abraham. Whereas God renamed Abram directly and straight on, he renamed Sarai through Abraham. Just as God works through the Lord Jesus Christ to meet with Christ's bride, the church, so he goes through Abraham for the name of Sarai to be changed. The Bible's use of family hierarchies and the submission of the wife to her husband is subtly underscored here. When the family hierarchy, which has been established by God, is rejected, it inevitably leads to a disruptive family life. This has been borne out throughout history and it is being borne out just now before our very eyes in America. As Americans move away from the traditional father-led family established by God, it may appear on the surface to be freeing women from some perceived bondage, but in the end, it only leads to disorder, societal breakdown, and a loss of morality. Note also that Sarai's name change was done in the same way that Abraham's name was changed by adding a single letter from the name of God to Sarai's name. As was with Abram, God used a letter equivalent to our H. In this case, the H was used to replace the I. By adding the H to their names, God imparted to Abram and Sarai a portion of his own nature. Sarah means princess. God made Sarah with the changing of her name to have the presence of a princess. This was due to his pronounced presence in her life. In 1 Peter chapter 3, the apostle Peter identified Sarah as the epitome of the submissive wife who God favors. God attaches a condition to his pronounced presence in our lives. All believers enjoy his presence, but his pronounced presence is different. This condition is found in 2 Chronicles chapter 15. King Asa had led the armies of Judah to a great victory over Ethiopia's huge army. Yet Asa testified it was God's presence that had scattered the enemy. In 2 Chronicles chapter 14, verses 11 and 12, we read, "'And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, "'Lord, it is nothing for you to help, "'whether with many or with those who have no power. "'Help us, O Lord our God.' For we rest on you, and in your name we go against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. So the Lord struck the Ethiopians before Asa and Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. As Asa and his armies led the triumphant procession back to Jerusalem, a prophet by the name of Azariah, met them at the city gate with this message from God. Hear me Asa and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time, Israel has been without the true God, without a teaching priest and without law. But when, in their trouble, they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. Herein is discovered the secret of getting and maintaining the pronounced presence of God in our lives. The Lord reminded Asa point blank with no holds barred. Asa, don't ever forget how you got this victory. You sought me with all your heart, turning holy to me when you were in trouble, and I sent my presence to you. It was my presence that put your enemies to chase. When we came into a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, positionally before God, we were transferred into the sovereign care of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is now our God, who guarantees our eternal security through his death on the cross of Calvary. The renaming of Sarai to Sarah pictured this transaction made made for the believer in Christ. In verse 16 of today's passage, we read, And I will bless her, and also give you a son by her, Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, king of peoples, shall be from her. The Lord promised to bless Sarah, and he also said he would give a son by her. This son would be different from Abraham's other son, Ishmael, for he was to be the son of promise. This is the fifth time in the book of Genesis that we see God working through the second son instead of the first. It is the condition of the heart that determines whether we are to be favored by God. If we are not given to embracing the humility needed to access God's blessing, his favor will never rest on us. But when we embrace the needed humility, we enter into a new relationship with God himself. And then, after entering into a personal relationship with God, there are times when His presence is pronounced. His presence is pronounced in the humble, submitted servant's life. Whenever we see God in a new new way, it always makes a corresponding change in us. We see this with the renaming of Sarai who is never referred to as Sarai in the New Testament. God did not set her up as a pattern for women until she became Sarah and she entered into a new relationship with the Lord which enabled his culture to be developed in her. As Sarah, she learned to allow God to define her And as the apostle Peter tells us in his first epistle, God developed in Sarah a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. Sarah was not naturally quiet and gentle. Before this name change, she was an argumentative woman and a nagging wife. But she too was taught by grace and through the years she lost the need to defend herself on every occasion. Sarah's insecurities waned over time, and she truly became a princess, an honored woman with a meek and quiet spirit. In the promise of a son through Sarah, God said that kings and many different groups of people would come from Sarah. Through Sarah came King Saul, King David, King Solomon, and other kings, and ultimately from her would come the King of Kings, the Lord Jesus Christ. Sarah was in the lineage of the Lord Jesus, so that the Lord Jesus could live within all who believe in him as Savior. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.